From Podcast One and the Lady Gang, are you ready for a relatable, unapologetic take on life? This is the Ladies Like Us podcast with Nazanin Mandy and Nadia Mohan. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Ladies Like Us. I'm Nadia. We're going to just change it to Nadia and Nazanin, so it's not That's weird. Fine. And I'm Naz. <laughs> I should be like, I'm Nadia, a.k.a. Nastia, a.k.a. Beauty by Nasty, a.k.a. Nadia, a.k.a. Neon. Because I can't take it. (laughs) All of my names. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, welcome back, guys. Um, Yeah, another Tuesday, another week, another... (laughs) Are we in quarantine? Is is this... We're not, huh? (laughs) What is that? Los Angeles decided they were over it. So. Right. Right. So it's like a midway. Some people are still in quarantine. Some people are not. It's a choice at this point. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, yeah. Oh. Either way, we are. It's interesting that we have a podcast during this time. I think it's really kind of cool, actually, that we get to document this show and our events that are happening in our lives during a pandemic. Like that's crazy. Yeah. We're going to listen back and be like, wow, we right. talked about the pandemic a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's all we have to talk about. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like nothing is happening right now. I'm like, so I painted my toes gold. <laughs> like, Oh my God. There's nothing. Oh man. Um, I will say I do have, uh, okay, so our, uh, three years ago, I won't say <laughs> today, but three years ago around this time, uh, Omar and I hooked up in Las Vegas. <laughs> I remember, well, I left the day it actually happened. Right. But it's I our- I could have been there anyways, duh, but like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's our fuck anniversary. <laughs> did I, speaking of that, did I ever tell the story of how we locked Mark out of our, Omar's brother Mark, out of the hotel room? Did I ever say that story? I don't remember. I mean, I know the story, but I don't remember. Because I know it, we told when we had the episode when Omar came on, we definitely told the story of how we first got together. Yes. Vegas and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so real quick, because this is just so ridiculous. Um, (laughs) So three years ago, uh, Miguel had a show. We were in Vegas. Um, Omar, I've said this a million times, but if you're just catching up to the show and just learning about us, Omar, my boyfriend, is Miguel's cousin. I am Nas's cousin. We were all in Vegas and partying with, you know, Miguel and and, um, everybody. And so anyways, we... Nas and Miguel had to leave so we ended up deciding to stay longer I was supposed to go home but I I canceled whatever I had going on and I decided to stay for an impromptu extra night and I was the only girl (laughs) I was like "Hmm, I might get lucky maybe I shall stay (laughs) right exactly (laughs) so um it was me 
Nas's brother, Ash, my brother, and Omar's brother, Mark. So we decided to stay in Vegas for just a, a, one night of debauchery and wildness. And we, how did this go? Okay, you guys were leaving the Caesars Palace. Omar and I and all of us were, were switching hotel rooms to go stay somewhere else. I decided to kiss Omar in the elevator, in front of the elevator. We started making out, blah, blah, blah. We end up getting um, a hotel room at the Polo Towers, <laughs> of all places. <laughs> um, so we stay at the Polo Towers, and Omar got um, – he got a suite at the Polo Towers, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so his brother was going to stay with us. And no one – at this point in time, we hadn't hooked up yet. We were just kissing. So um, – we how did this work out oh we go to the hotel room we end up hooking up it was just him and i there i don't know where everyone else went we hooked up and didn't tell anyone and it was super like what's the word i'm looking for just like exciting and adventurous because no one knew that we had hooked up Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so that whole time we went to like strip clubs and bars and all this stuff. We went to the the most ridiculous, grimy strip club (laughs) you could ever even think of in Vegas. Like, it was so bad. (laughs) Mind you, it was a Sunday also. So Vegas wasn't popping as much as it is on like Friday, Saturday. It always is, but not as much. Um, So we go to this place called The Red Door, which literally we were the only people in there. That's how bad it was. So funny. So anyways, we um, were there. Omar's like grabbing my knee and stuff like under the table. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, like this is hot. (laughs) Like nobody knows. (laughs) So then I get really pissed off though. Shame on Omar because he decides to go get a lap dance. And like they had kind of private back rooms but not it was just like a back area and so all the guys like ended up going to get dances and And i'm like you by yourself yeah what yeah i was so mad what gentleman (laughs) yeah i was so mad and i'm like are you just trying to keep up the 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 like um idea that like oh we're nothing we haven't hooked up and we don't want to let anyone know kind of a thing because I'm still mad about it. But anyways, <laughs> um, he goes and Mark goes and I decide I'm going to go back to the hotel room. So I go and find Omar and I'm like, I need your key to the room. And like, I like totally interrupt his dance <laughs> and he's like, Oh, okay. And he gives me his key. So then Mark decides that he's going to go off gallivanting or whatever. Like he goes off with the stripper and Omar needs to get back to the hotel room. By the time this happens, it's eight o'clock in the morning on a Monday. And we'd been partying out all night. I go back to the room and Omar takes Mark's key and he heads back to the room. But Omar's phone dies. So he can't call an Uber or anything. So he's walking. He's walking to the Polo Towers at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Monday in the sweltering heat. And cars are passing by. They're going to work. And, like, here's Omar just, like, walking down the strip club. (laughs) So, anyways, he shows up. 
I'm mad, but not mad enough to like not hook up again because I'm like, whatever, you're not my boyfriend, so whatever. Let's right. just let's just keep doing this. <laughs> so Omar decides that he in order to like hear that Mark is gonna come back, he props open the the latch on the door. So basically he puts the latch on the door so that when Mark opens it, we'll hear it and we'll know, okay, you know, we're gonna let him in and we'll cover ourselves or whatever the hell. So um, we, Mark comes back. I don't know what time he came back, but we slept through him trying to bust down the door. Like he's knocking and pounding and screaming. We slept through all of this to the point where Mark goes downstairs, goes to, to maintenance and asks them, to come and undo the lock so there's like a drill happening they're like undoing the lock on the door and we slept through the whole thing like crazy so mark comes you know gets inside he sleeps on the couch we wake up and we're driving home the next day and he just so happens to tell us the story and we're like what like we didn't even hear any of that that's how knocked out we were that is, yeah. That's so nuts. Was he pissed? No, he actually kind of wasn't. I'm surprised. He was just like, yeah, I had to like, we had to like take the whole door apart to get me in. And I'm like, we couldn't believe we slept through all of that. Like, it was crazy. So <laughs> that was an, a funny story. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, did you guys do anything for your fuckversary? Well, we, um, you know, he had to work and I had to do some stuff for the podcast. So we didn't do anything crazy, but we decided to order sushi and we we had like a cute little dinner. Um, yeah, it was cute. We had a little date night, uh, and everything was great and romantic until my stomach a few hours later started to rumble in the jungle and I had a case of the Rhea. <laughs> no. Yeah. For real? Talk about romance. <laughs> wow. Was it the sushi? It must have been because we ate all the same things the whole day. I mean, he, uh-huh. he didn't get anything from the sushi. He was fine. But like a few hours later, my stomach was just killing me. And, like, I was bloated. Like, I was, like, five months pregnant. Like, my stomach was, like, hard and just filled with gas. <laughs> and, like, it was it was not cute and romantic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No. Sorry. <laughs> that feeling is the worst. It's the oh, But at least you were home. Like, if you guys were out or anything like that, that's – Yeah. Oh, no. I know it sucked, but it's okay. And we were going to like go watch the sunset and all this stuff. But like, I was like, no, we need to stay here. I need to be near the toilet. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, <laughs> so that was unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You'll have more fuckiversaries. Yeah, we will. So yeah. it's just funny. Like we, we celebrate our, we recognize our real anniversary in December because that's when I like, decided okay fine you can be my boyfriend <laughs> right <laughs> but but the real like beginning of it all was uh end of june and yeah that's like because the rest was history after we hooked up we were like whoa what are these feelings and we just like both cut off everyone that we were talking to and 
you know, we made it exclusive without saying it was exclusive right. kind of a thing. Yeah. So, yep. Three years and counting. It's already been. It's crazy. Oh, time is flying. I know. It's I know. so crazy. So crazy. So, uh-huh. yep. That was my only thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> is your stomach on flat, flat? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Because that's always the benefit of having diarrhea. But the thing is, is that it's not, which is fucked up. Yeah. I know, because I'm still, like, bloated. Like, it hurts. It's weird. That is weird. Maybe you need a smooth move. Yeah, I think I do. I had coffee, and that kind of helps, but I don't know. We'll see. I need to get it right before we go to Palm Springs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh god palm springs i'm like nervous about it i mean rightfully so um it's still a risk you yeah. know and i think like what everyone is deciding because it's it's just so hard to not to go this long and not have any sort of a break. And I think like, you know, we're, we're keeping it small. We're keeping it to like just family and close friends. And we're making sure everybody is like abiding by, you know, quarantine, I guess, what, what do you call them? Laws, (laughs) quarantine (laughs) rules, whatever. Right. Um, But it's still a risk at the end of the day. It's still a risk. So I feel you on that. I feel the same way. It's equal parts of, I need this and I want this. And that's I'm how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. So, you know, we just still have to be mindful um, and, and, you know, do our best to do all those things. And so I've already packed the Lysol and, oh, yeah. and like, um, what do you call it? Sanitizer, all of that. So yeah. we'll have we it around. Everything down when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> So it is what it is at this point. It can't, is. I mean, it's hard. It's like we still got to live on one point, and but what does that mean, you know? Right. So and only time will tell. Like I know it's for me. It's just baby steps. Yeah. You know, like a little toe in. Let's see how this is gonna go, and like still keep distance and stuff like that. I think the hardest part for a lot of people, I know for me, is like learning it's it's like the uncomfortableness and having to trust people um and yeah like Mm -hmm. it, it gets weird because you would think that you could just ask people to take a test or hey I noticed that you've been going out and doing this do you mind taking a test um because we're all gonna get together and I think like you know, it would put everyone at ease if we would all just take a test and know for sure, okay, we are all for sure safe and there's no, um, there's no harm or there's no threat. You know what I mean? But not everybody's like that. Not everybody wants to respect that. And that's the frustrating part is that people get offended, which I think is like not cool. Um, I mean, they take it personally. They take it oh, you think I haven't been safe or you think I don't know what I'm doing, but it's beyond that. Yeah. You know, you can be doing things unknowingly by accident. Accidents happen. You know, it it just happens. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, if people didn't take it as personally, I think a lot more would be open to getting testing done. 
Yeah, I know. I agree. And, you know, like we've said it before, don't take things personal. That's one of the best tools. Absolutely. You have in your belt. And that really comes in at a, at a time like this. It comes in handy to not take it personal. So if somebody's asking you to take a test or whatever, you just got to know that it's a sensitive time and people are scared right now. And it has nothing to do with you and all this stuff. You just, just do it to help your friends and family. You know, I just, yeah, it puts their mind. It, it does. Mm-hmm. You know? sure. And it's, it's not hard. I've done it before. It's easy. It's quick. It's free. It's not painful. Like people are saying it's a little uncomfortable. You have to stick a swab up your nose, but it's like shots are worse. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that big of a deal. A lot of of things are worse. Yeah, exactly. What? Exactly. So that's, you know, that part's kind of unfortunate to deal with that. But Sure. um, You know what I heard, though? This is off topic, but I thought that this was interesting. I I was reading that. um, Did you hear about the family member, Mary Trump, who's trying to release a tell-all book? No. Oh, this is going to be good. Okay. So a New York judge just dismissed President Trump's brother, Robert, just dismissed his attempt to block the release of Too Much and Never Enough, How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man, a tell-all book written by their niece, Mary Trump. Uh-oh. Yes, it's coming. Mary Trump is about to be off of the wills. Mary Trump needs to watch her ass because... Yeah, exactly. It's scary. So the so the Trump family is arguing that there, there was a non-disclosure agreement that Mary signed in 2001 that mm. prevents her from writing this book. So they're trying to get it blocked, but the judge dismissed it and said, like, no, she can release it. And the book is set out to come is set out uh, um, to come out on um, July 28th. So fairly soon. Shit. So I'm I'm intrigued by this. You pre-ordered? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm intrigued that that's the part of me that wants to see the tea, but I'm curious. Like I don't want to support him, but if Mary's going to release all his secrets, <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, it'll be everywhere. Like you yeah. can just like find articles and piece things together and boom, you've read the whole book. Yeah. Like, it's going to be everywhere. It'll be interesting. And of course, you know, you get the people, um, family members or close people that want to exploit what's happening, of course. you know, for their own pockets. So, you know, there could be shit that's fabricated, who knows in there, um, but and it's still entertainment, you know, like <laughs> right. people, people fabricate things all the time for entertainment, oh, so, you know, it's, it's hard to, you can't believe everything in the media. You yeah. say this often, but you can't, you can't, you cannot believe everything. No, you can't, um, across the board, like with, yeah. with politics, all of it, it's just, it's all manipulated. Uh, no, so. ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh. That is very interesting. I did not hear about that. But yeah, I didn't either. I just randomly. It would be a bestseller for sure. Yeah, probably. I, yeah. 
Listen, I'm just waiting for Melania to get out of that presidency, get out of that relationship, and write that tell because I need to hear it. I feel like she hates that man. <laughs> I mean, and she's seen so much. Like, that woman sees everything. Unless he hides her, we don't know. But, like, we, you know, she's seen so much, I'm sure. Yeah, it's- I'm sure she's seen shit, yeah. Crazy. Or, yeah, or like you said, the the opposite is... They're just because, like, I've heard rumors, and I totally can see that that they don't even sleep in the same room, and like, they're just together for like, like image now at this point. Jeez, yeah, because that and would. I, be the, I think that if I don't know, if, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh-huh. Um, it would be the first divorce that would happen in the White House. Yeah, I think I think that's true. If yeah. it were to happen, I think yeah, exactly. I don't think that there's ever been. I've never heard of it. Me neither. And it's just not a good look in a way, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Come on, Melania. I'll read your book, girl. (laughs) Another bestseller. (laughs) Yeah, either that or she's a robot. It's one of the two. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) She's a fembot or she hates him. (laughs) What if she's both? (laughs) Or there you go. And damn, a fembot hates you? That's a whole nother level. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah anything exciting on your end girl same old (laughs) same old just trying to get through this year as successfully as possible in every way yeah mind body work soul everything like just trying to stay you know positive um but also be you know considerate Right. Because we're all going through something, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's just such a crazy year. It's it's a year we'll never forget. And who's to know that this shit won't carry on for another year? So it's only time will tell. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think, like, you know, what we're both trying to do, and I think what a lot of people are doing, is just really trying to learn more about themselves and what we want out of life and... Mm -hmm. You know, taking that time to get to know yourself, really. And it's, you would think that we would have such a a deep and understanding relationship with ourselves, but a lot of people don't. And also, I think even when you think you have yourself figured out, there's still more shit that comes up later and you're like, wow, why did I do that? Why did I think that way? Why, you know, why, why, why? So it's really... For yeah, for me it's a it's a time of why. You know, why do I want to do this? Why, you know, why don't I want to do this? Why am I this way? So it it's it's a self-reflecting time. It is. It's um it's like um assessment across the board. It could be friendships, relationships, career, mm-hmm. self-reevaluation, like it it's just assessment across the board for everything. Yeah, totally. Which is good, though. What is that's a good no, part of it. Ne- it's so needed. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, that's all I got for today. <laughs> yes. But I'm excited about our guest today. I am too. It's so funny. So podcast one hit us up, and they were like, um, "Hey, we have Carly and Amanda Bible." and I already knew of Carly Bible because she's a a, a, like huge successful YouTuber 
for many years. Um, she does, she does mostly beauty. So she's a beauty YouTuber. Um, and she's got a huge following. So I knew of her. And then they're like, and her, and her sister, Amanda, who is a life coach, they're doing their own podcast together with podcast one. And we were like, what? That's like us. <laughs> so it was just funny. Yeah, we were like, why not? There's so many similarities. It would be interesting to have a conversation with them and just see how that goes. So coming up next, we will have our little conversation with Carly and Amanda Bible. Welcome to the Related Podcast. My name is Carly Bible. And my name is Amanda Bible. And we are two sisters that are obsessed with inner and outer beauty and everything in between. We hope to inspire you and bring you behind the scenes to discuss all things related to our lives. And nothing is off limits. <laughs> you can download new episodes every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podcast One. Our guests today are sisters who have a new podcast out called Related. Let's welcome YouTube beauty sensation Carly Bible and certified life coach Amanda Bible. Hey guys. Good. Thank you guys for being here in Zoom. Thank you. We're excited. It's our first ever like podcast interview type. Oh wow! You guys are popping the cherry. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are like Nas and I a year ago. Yeah, around this time we just started Ladies Like Us, and we were doing like interviews and stuff like that. And we're like, oh my god, like what are we doing? This is our first interview. Like, <laughs> it's we're exciting, here, right? We're here talking, we're like, are, so are they gonna like ask us questions? Yeah, or like, are we just gonna, like? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna <laughs> ask questions. <laughs> An interview. <laughs> but you know, we have a lot in common with you guys. But you guys are sisters, correct? Yes. 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 And then, so who's older? I am. She so, is. Amanda. Amanda's, yeah, Amanda's older. Two years yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. What's um, the age difference? Two years, eight months. Yeah. Everyone always thinks I'm older, and I used to love that when I was younger. I used to, like, love <laughs> the older, but now that, like, I'm almost 30, I'm like, all right, you could be the older one now. <laughs> <laughs> we always I don't want to be older when we're younger. Always. Yeah, that was Nas. You were always excited for your birthday. You're like, I'm almost gonna be 18. I'm almost gonna be 20. Yeah, always. <laughs> so we're like a year and a half apart, and we're okay. cousins. Okay, okay. I'm older, so yeah. Our moms are sisters. Oh, nice. Awesome. Similar vibe. It's so funny because I'm a makeup artist, and Nas is now a certified life coach. So it's literally the same, almost the same situation. Yeah, that's so funny. It's so so awesome. Wow. So we're like perfectly aligned. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah, It's kind of crazy. Yeah, crazy. So we're excited for your guys' podcast. You guys are gonna have a great experience. We're excited. What made you guys want to do a podcast? What's the inspiration behind it? Well, the first thing is I, so I'm one of those people who comes up with a million and seven ideas Mm -hmm. all the time and I'm always pitching them to Carly. And finally I noticed like the rise in podcasts and everyone listening to podcasts and all the inspiration and people 
going to like podcasts for, you know, advice and to listen and to feel like they're hanging out with people. And, um, I said, Carly, why don't we start a podcast? I know <laughs> I was a little hesitant because I really have never listened to a podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of still in the YouTube world, which I know this is like the new, the new thing. Um, but I think it's awesome. And I mean, now we're doing a zoom call, so we put on a little bit of makeup, but the, the two episodes that we filmed, we were like in bras and <laughs> and just like super yeah. chill. So I love that because you know usually with the makeup and everything it takes takes time to film a video. So yeah, this is just easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's a whole different type of thing. Um, and are you guys gonna have guests on, or is it just gonna be you two? Eventually, I think we would like yeah. to have guests. Yeah, that would be fun. I mean, yeah. maybe we could get you guys on our show. That'd be nice. Definitely, yeah, we would love that. Yeah. So, so the basis of your show is like your guys's personal lives and your your personal stories, then, right? Yeah, Got it. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So far, we're kind of we're kind of just going with it. I mean, and just bullshitting. Yeah, I'm like every day. <laughs> sorry, my last hair. Sorry, <laughs> you're good. You're good. I swear, so I, I I think that my so I'm pregnant. I think that my child is going to come out of the womb. <laughs> no, like, just say an f bomb. No, it might be. <laughs> is this your first child? Yeah, this is my first Amazing. child. We just found oh, out over the weekend that it's a boy. Congratulations! So how so how did you find out you were pregnant, and then how did you tell your sister? Yeah. Well, I peed on a stick. <laughs> well, that's usually what happens. <laughs> I was trying. I know. You guys were trying. Well, we were on and off trying last year. And then once quarantine happened, we just like hit the ground running. We're just getting busy all the time. Uh, <laughs> there's really nothing else to do. Amen <laughs> <laughs> to that. Yeah. So, I mean, I came, we came back from upstate New York. We were away in the Finger Lakes because New York City got real sketchy with the corona and there was people in our building. So they were all infected. We decided to leave. And you know there was like some romantic setting up there. Yeah. So were you late for your period, or I, did you just take it like before your period? Nothing showed up a couple of days before, before okay. so I said to Brad, "I'm like, I think we need to get a better test." Yeah. <laughs> so we waited a couple of days. I was like a day or two late, and um, and then I like screeched. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh-huh. And, she came, and then I came over the, the same day uh-huh. to Carly, and I gave her the news in person because I couldn't wait, and I <laughs> that would be me. Like I, I'm gonna not be able to wait. It's gonna no. be a problem. Like. <laughs> I yeah. know. I mean, how could you? And she told me the first day and she wanted to wait like two months until she told anyone else. So I had to keep this secret from my whole family. And I see my mom all the time. It was so hard. Yeah. All my mom has wanted is a grandkid. Like that's all she wants in life. So. She had like given up hope. Yeah. yeah she thought, she thought <laughs> I it wasn't think that's happening. how our parents feel. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we talk to her, she's like, so are you, like, trying? Are you trying? And I'm like, yeah. Mom, <laughs> that yes, is so getting kid, mom. <laughs> I'm yeah. having lots of sex, mom. <laughs> there was one point where it's actually funny. She called us. We were again, we were upstate, and she's like, "Why don't you guys just come and stay with me because I'm all alone?" And I said, Mom, you keep asking, but you keep asking for a grandchild. Me yeah. and Brett are just like we're having a lot of sex, so I don't think you. <laughs> Oh my god! She's making me blush over here, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sweating. That is so hilarious. Did you say that you you took like a test and it didn't show anything at first. Yeah, it was negative. 
That is scary. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the first one was my negative. gosh. Yeah, it, wow, that's it was like, I don't remember if it was like the day before, the day of, or the day after I was supposed to get my period, but... Um, and it showed up negative? It showed up negative. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so then what made you take it again? You just had a hunch? Well, I was due to have my period, and then like, right, right. It was like four or five days, and I'm like, I'm never this late. Yeah. So I had my husband go out to the Dwayne Reed up the block. He picked him up. <laughs> Test. Yeah, you they all take came back positive, right? and we were like, "Okay, I guess I, I guess this is happening." Oh, oh that's congrats! That's awesome. Yeah, so, do you guys have like a pack? Like, Carly, are you next to have a baby? Like, are you guys gonna have a baby together? <laughs> well, okay, I'm not even married yet, so I mean, I think like I made it 29 years without having any scares. So, I would like to be married first, but. I mean, we talked about it, like, I would love by her second one, like, hopefully I'll be at that point. Yeah. You know, I mean, I have a serious relationship now. It's been about a year, so we, I still have a little bit of time, but. We'll start putting the idea of rings into his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. That's the way to yeah. do it. No rush, but I mean, like I said, I'm about to be 30 in October, so not a rush, but kind of a rush, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like a timeline, sort of. No, I mean. <laughs> When it's meant to happen, it'll when happen. it is meant to be. Yeah. We say that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want to go to school together. We want them to be like Very close in age. So. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like you two, right? You guys are so close. It's just yeah. our, only our dream because we're so close. Yeah. And we have a cousin also who is my age or a year younger, but she was in my grade and we're best friends too. So. It's nice to be close in age, you know, yeah. family. It so is. Awesome, it's, so. and to have each other, to know that you have like built in best friends is really special. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You just, you just know you always have somebody. And no matter what, if anything ever happens, like they're still going to be there. Of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. That's why I was pressure nods. I'm like, once one of us starts, <laughs> the other yeah. one have to do it. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. That's why I pick one for the team. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I'm probably, I'm probably only gonna have one, maybe two if we're lucky. And so okay. we're gonna need a friend. So yeah. you to- <laughs> I mean, I will for sure have one someday. <laughs> okay. When you're ready, you're no, ready. yeah, there's no <laughs> rush. Ready. Which I don't know if you're ever really ready, but I know that's what right. I. Think. Yeah, like we just weren't ready and that's why we waited so long, you know, and yeah, you know, we're finally, I guess, I, I, as ready as we'll ever be. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, we have no choice now. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's too late now, girl. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. <laughs> Absolutely. Carly, how did you meet? You said you, you were with your boyfriend for a year now. How did you guys meet? So I actually went to high school with him. Oh. So we graduated together. So it's funny because I knew of him since like middle school. He's from the same town as me, but we always had different friends. So never even said hello to each other. So I always knew him. I knew of him, but like had no classes together, different group of friends, just different all together. So we ended up running into each other last summer um, at like a beach bar in Jersey and <laughs> started talking and he kept trying to take me out. And I was like, no, no, no. I just thought it was weird. I was like, no, he's from high school. That's so weird. And then I was like, you know what? I, I actually know what happened was Tell I called about you. about your first date though. What did you guys do for your first date? <laughs> yes. No, but I didn't want to go for some reason. I was so hesitant, but I called, I didn't call my best friend at the time because I knew she'd say, don't go. I called my mom and my sister and they're like, just go. What's the worst that could happen? Like, I'm like, well, we could sit there in silence and it could be so awkward, but what? I ended up going and it was, it was great. And then it was cute because on our second date, he asked me to go like on a bike ride. And I just thought that was so cute, like just to do like normal things yeah. because, yeah. Yeah. you know, some people get like intimidated and 
probably want to like show off and do all this like crazy things, but he was really cool and we went on a bike ride and yeah, the rest is history. He's a good guy. Aww. He's taking her out of her comfort zone a lot yeah. and challenges yeah. her what she needed. Yeah. So, that counts. Yeah. That's important. That's yeah. Well, a- okay, guys, if you don't already know, Carly has freaking 6.19 million subscribers on YouTube. Jeez. She has 4.9 million followers. And you also have an extra uh, Instagram, (laughs) your fashion Bible, which is, you know, her side IG, which only has (laughs) 0.9 mil. (laughs) (laughs) And she also has a cat Instagram that I was snooping on. I know, like, who, who am I with all these Instagrams? I can't even keep up with one. No big deal. It's giving me a headache just listening to all this. I'm like, that's too much for one person. Yeah. yeah. So did he, it has that, I mean, in a sense, you're famous online. So th- does that create challenges for you dating or, like, finding people that just, just, you know, that have, don't have the right motive and, you know, there's weirdos out there. Yeah, you know, I was single for a full year. So I dated someone for five years. And when we broke up, I ended up meeting someone from a different country, actually, which is crazy. We dated for almost a year. So I was only single about two months in between that. So when I had first started YouTube, I was dating this one guy for five years. So it was, you know, that was kind of it for me. And then we broke up. I got right into another relationship. And then once we broke up, I was like, I just needed time alone. So I was single for over a year, well, just about a year. And I went on maybe two dates. Like it was, it really was hard. I, I mean, it wasn't that I didn't want to. It was like anytime I'd go out, no one would come up to me. I didn't know how to like meet someone because, you know, like where do you even meet someone? So I tried, um, have you guys heard of Raya? The yeah. dating app Raya? Yeah. So like, I don't know how to try that. Yeah. yeah. So I did that for a little bit. I, I saw like John Mayer on there. I saw some cool people. I was like, this is cool. Really? But, but nothing. Never even went on one date from there. So I... It was pretty boring. I had a pretty boring year, but I was open for it. And, um, you know, you always wonder what people's intentions are. But that's why it was kind of cool when I, like, met um, Anthony up, like, met up with him again and went on a date with him because, like, he knew me for mm-hmm. forever, forever, you know? Yeah. So, and he always, he never treated me differently. Like, I know some people would want to kind of show off and, like, you know, show up in a nice car and take me out to a nice dinner and blah, 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 which, of course, is always nice. But he was just being himself and just really normal. And, like, we did a lot of normal things and... Like, the internet, yeah, I'm, like, big on the internet, but, like, I live such a normal life. I'm in Jersey. I'm in, like, the middle of nowhere, and I don't really leave my house much. Like, so I it, – it was nice to meet him and have, like, a normal relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. And, like, cool they go hiking. They go bike riding. Yeah, we they, do, like, like spend cool. time in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> That's so dope. That yeah, is. so random. <laughs> yeah, especially since you're, you're kind of, like, a glamour girl or, like, so people would assume about you, you know what I mean? Yeah, so right, for sure. Um, environment. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think about getting into YouTube, but I'm scared. Yeah? Why? <laughs> you should do it. You're so beautiful. No. I've been running yeah. from Instagram. I mean, Instagram. I've been running from YouTube for so long. Yeah. And finally, I'm like, I just need to do this. So, like, yeah. what are your tips and suggestions to somebody who wants to start their own YouTube channel? Um... I think one thing that I always say, because people ask me this a lot, it's like, I think so many people are afraid to get into it, but it's like, you need to try to be yourself as much as possible because that's what people are going to fall in love with. Like, sure. If some people like you go on YouTube and you see some videos have crazy amounts of views and it's because, right. Some people are just looking up a specific tutorial they want to learn and then click off. For me, it was like building relationships with my fans and like 
commenting back and spending the time and being consistent and just being myself. And the more I was myself and like hearing feedback that people really just like that, it made me more confident and just being, I guess, just being myself, you know, just be yourself and share your tricks and people will fall in love with you. And I think you really should do it. I think whatever is holding you back, just try it. Like it can't hurt. What's the worst that could happen? You know, you try it a couple of times and you're like, yeah, it's not for me. But if you really, really love it and you want to do it, that'll like shine through. And I think that's what we need more of on YouTube is people that just genuinely want to do it for like the love of makeup and just to share tricks and stuff like that. And yeah, I think you should go for it. I completely agree. Thank you. I'm considering it. (laughs) Good. If you're considering it, it means you really want to. And I don't know what's holding you back, but I think you should go for it. You know, you live once. Right. We're, young. We're only young for so long, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I know the amount of work that it's going to take, right? Wouldn't you say it's a lot of work? It's a lot of work, um, but it's fun. Like, for me, I'm like a computer nerd, so I edit all my own videos, and I enjoy it. Um, but there's also people that edit for you. If you, you know, don't really want to do all of that, you can do the filming yourself and send it off. And it's not that expensive to have someone edit the video. If you find that that's too much work for you. Um, for me, I just like, that's what I enjoy, like almost more than filming. So it does take a lot of time. It's consuming, but you know, I enjoy it. So it makes it worthwhile. Well, listen, if I can get a closet like that from YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> right? Let that be some inspiration. This is only exactly. Wow, that's incredible. Thank you. Right now, we're, we're on Zoom, and we're looking at Carly and Amanda, and they're in Carly's closet, and she's got racks on racks of shoes. It's incredible. I, think, I love shoes. I like, Clearly, I love shoes. I love clothes. It's... I would almost call myself a hoarder, but in like the best way possible because it's all like clean things and nice, nice clothes and no garbage, no garbage or anything. Just like lots of everything. Bathing suits. You know, know. there you go. (laughs) So Amanda, I want to get into the life coaching. How long have you been a life coach? I have been a life coach for a year and a half. Oh, amazing. That's awesome. What made you get into it? Oh my God. Um, I, tell this story a lot. It's so funny because I was in finance in the corporate world Uh and I was miserable Mm. (laughs) and I had spent like, yeah, like I was, I spent the better half of a decade just trying to plot my corporate escape Mm -hmm. and nothing was really working for me because like I didn't believe in myself. I wasn't working for me. I didn't think that I could be successful. I had struggled a lot with comparisonitis and thinking that um, you know, there was comparisonitis. There was like, there was also the belief that success should come easy. Um, and, and just a lot of that. And I remember last, I think it was last January, I came home from my corporate job. I was an executive assistant in the finance industry. And for those of you listening who don't know what that means, it's just like a very male dominated, um, work environment. And I was the only female in the office and it just was, it, it was just like, I was miserable, you know, um, no one even wanted to hear me talk about my cats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's get into that a bit later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I had like that ugly cry, that meltdown, and I had um, come across a couple different life coaches that I had been drawn to, their energy, and my mom and my mother-in-law had like just previously told me like, you should get into coaching. You're really good at it. You've been, you know, creating resumes for people for a couple years. Um, 
And so I started following people on Instagram, like what we do, we just get inspired and start following. And I enrolled in someone's personal development course and she used, um, inside her course, she used NLP, she used hypnosis, um, emotional and my life transformed in 30 days. Like I realized that I am capable of success, that I do deserve it, that I am worthy and that Mm -hmm. I can do whatever it was that I wanted to and desired. And that's where the idea of coaching was born because my life changed so much in just 30 days. I wanted to be able to facilitate that type of transformation for other women who were struggling like I was. Right. And, um, now I am going to LA for 35 days in two weeks to receive my trainer's training. So my certification can fully run smoothly come September. So I, yeah, so that's the story. That's so awesome. So with that certification, are you going to be certified to coach other people to become certified? Yep. So I will be training women to become certified life coaches and certified NLP EFT and clinical hypnotherapy um, practitioners. That is beautiful. What's the breakdown? What's NLP and EFT? What are those? So NLP is neuro linguistic programming. It's essentially the way we perceive the world, and if we can change our perception, our whole world can change. Mm -hmm. Um, Emotional freedom techniques is the tapping. So if you've ever seen anyone doing like the tapping. Ever? No? No, no you got it. You got it to tune into one of her little tapping oh, sessions. Tapping so is cute. amazing. It's just <laughs> so about cute. like energy realignment and everything. And it's also their scientific um there's like science that backs it up as well. It just alters your neural pathways. And then, you know, hypnosis. It's not like where you're quacking like a duck in the corner. <laughs> you know, it's, it's subconscious work. But yeah, so there's hypnosis and then there's something called time technique. So um that's something where you can go back to like a time when you were really, really young where you don't remember, you can go to past life, past gener- generations and do some tech healing around that. that. And that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. Do you coach any friends and family? I, I try. It's, you know, it's, it's different when you're doing, like if someone is asking for advice and then you're giving like unsolicited advice because uh-huh. sometimes that's not really like taken very well. Yeah. Um, but with coaching for me, I like to do a lot of the questioning. So for Carly, I've always said to her, I'm like, if you want to do a technique together, I know. <laughs> we can help you really love public speaking. Oh, I Seriously, I need, her, I need her so bad. And she's always here. And I don't know why I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Shame on me. That's Shame on me. It's like I when I go. Yeah. I have my notes. Carly has a fear of public speaking. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. I just find it so interesting that you have a fear of public speaking, and yet you are putting yourself out there on YouTube. I know. It is controlled, which I understand. And then now you're doing this podcast. So, right. So, it's so funny because whenever I tell people that, and everyone has the same reaction, like, you talk to millions of people. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I am alone in my house. Like, I make everyone leave the house. Like, I have to be alone. I film, I edit, I set up the lighting. I, you know what I mean? I have full control over it. And right. I, that's when I'm my best. When I, I've done, I did a public speaking thing. She made me do it with her. And it was for like a woman's summit. So it was like a, it was really like, a, it was for a very good cause. So and I was like, right. amazing. I was sweating bullets, shaking, and I had like such good, like inspiring things I wanted to say, and I couldn't say any of it. It was all gone. Like I went blank. So I was like, you know what? 
this just isn't for me. I tried and I would love to break that fear, but it stems back from really, this is where it started. And it's so sad. I used to take singing lessons when I was a kid and I was on stage. It's not funny. I'm sorry. I just, I remember this moment. I know. So poor little, I was like six, no, I was like seven years old and it was like the, the singing recital and I went on stage to sing and I was by myself and my voice cracked and like, there was all like kids in the front row and it was like a lot of like little boys and they're all like, like laughing at me. And I was on stage and I was like, and I heard crickets. And I think that moment literally like scarred me for life. I, I went on to sing the song probably with a few cracks in there, but I think I quit singing lessons after that. And I was like, you know what? The stage is not for me. That's traumatizing. It is. It was. It was. So I, yeah, I think that really like, you know, I'm seven years old and that's what I'm still thinking about. It's, it was clearly traumatizing. <laughs> Shame on me for laughing at you. No, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Like this, I like this is cool. Like one on one. Obviously, our podcast is just me and her. So it's like, who better, who more comfortable could you be around than your sister? No, it's a good first step for you. It's a comfortable first step for you to put yourself out there. Yeah, that's awesome. It's it's, it's scary. Public speaking is literally the number one fear for people, like more than anything else. So you're not alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know. It's just all the eyes on you. It's like, yeah. I heard a statistic that uh, some people are more afraid of public speaking than they are of dying. Oh, right. I heard that somewhere. That's wild. Wow. Yeah. But I feel you, though, like on the fact of like you need everyone to leave while you're talking. I, that's how I feel when I take pictures. Yeah. Oh, like, my God. I can't have anyone look at me. I'm like, don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. so like, it's, I'm so uncomfortable. Like, it's I know. Just, and then I feel like I can't do it right because there's Wait. people watching. No, I was going to say, I envy, like, I envy those people that are just, like, out in the street taking photos and, like, vlogging. Like, I know I do it, but if someone walks by, I'm like, stop. And I start sweating and I can't handle it. So, <laughs> that's why I took most of my pictures in my house. And then even vlogging, like, Right. This is my job. Like, I don't know why I feel so weird, but I'm like, I can't do it. I'm, there's people looking at me. I can't do it. Like, yeah, no, I feel you. I, I'm the same way. How do we get rid of that? Amanda, help us. We need Amanda to do the little tapping techniques. Yeah. We'll do some brain magic together. Please. <laughs> Maybe when we get you on our show, we can do me and you. We can get a little therapy with Amanda. <laughs> yeah, I would not be scared of everything. Can you hypnotize me over Zoom. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I want to talk about hypnotizing because that's really intriguing to me. Like, does it really work? Uh, Is there anything negative about it that can happen? Like, tell us about that because I'm so intrigued. Yeah, so I guess it really depends on the person's intention coming into the hypnosis, right? So if they have any reasons that they don't necessarily like want it to work, like for example, um, or maybe if they have reasons that they are doing it that isn't specifically based on themselves. So like if someone wants to quit smoking, but the reason why they want to quit smoking is because their husband or their wife is making them do it and they want to make their wife or husband happy. Okay. but they don't necessarily want to quit, it's right. not going to work because okay. the intention isn't from within, right? Mm-hmm. right? So it always has to, like the intention has to be there and it can work on the first time. 
a lot of hypnotherapists or people who are certified in hypnosis will tell you it'll take like up to three times. I did it with my husband on biting his nails and he's bit his nails his entire life after just one hypnosis. He didn't bite his nails. I didn't know that. But, but cool. he started biting his skin instead. Oh, so it's okay. like, okay. <laughs> All right. so it has to be very specific as well. <laughs> Wait, one on the skin. <laughs> What will he bite next? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I think if you really want it to work, like I believe in, I believe in so many things. I yeah. think if you really truly believe in something, it's possible. I think if a lot of people, you know, don't believe in that stuff and they go into it not believing, I think maybe it'll be a little bit harder. I don't know. I've never been hypnotized, but I think right? If you go into it, like it's, really it's wanting that as a result. See, like, it's not like stage hypnosis. Yeah. So you'll never do something that is against your morals and values and against what you believe. So if I'm putting you into hypnosis and I'm like, Hey, go rob a bank. <laughs> and you're, like, you're like, dude, I don't, I don't believe in robbing a bank. I don't think that's a great idea. Yeah. Then you're not going to do it. But right. if it aligns with your morals, it aligns with your values, it aligns with, um, all the things that you want out of your life, then your subconscious mind will openly and happily take those suggestions. Hmm. Interesting. Um, So you, do you do like the chanting where you count backwards and stuff like that? Is that no, is that not what you do or? We don't do like chanting, but you'll take, you'll take someone out of it by counting to five and bringing them back up from a hypnosis. So you'll say like, Five, you're feeling a little bit more aware now. Four, now you're feeling the movement in your fingers and your toes. Three, like feeling the breath in your lungs, stretching your arms out, coming to full awareness, and you'll bring them back. Remember, back. Dad used to hypnotize us before first days of school and stuff. I, I feel like was- <laughs> <laughs> like, you will not talk to boys. You <laughs> I swear he used to do it, and I think as that, like you know, we love obviously we're both like daddy's girls. I think we believed anything he said. I remember I would be so anxious before like. Like the first day of school and he would do it and I would fall right to sleep so I think that's that's why I probably believe in it because it was like at a young age I was like oh it's totally real yeah you know like relax yeah legs now you're gonna relax <laughs> so it's tapping, you're tapping into the subconscious right, right. yeah right. Okay. and you have to have the right intent mm-hmm. and you have to be specific right is it mm-hmm. there's a specific element to it and then you yeah. have to what was the other thing you said? Align with the morals oh, and values of the Thank person. you. Yes. Okay. So those are the elements that need to be in place. Yeah. To be effective. Yes, for sure. Those are definitely the elements. It's interesting because you'll do, or I'll do, um, like a brief interview with someone beforehand to kind of ask what something looks like, what something feels like, how do they know that they've achieved their desired outcome, describe the situation, what are they wearing, what do they smell, what does the nature look like around them, or what music's playing, just getting very like specific and very visceral. Mm-hmm. So that way you're giving them those suggestions as if it's happening in the moment while you're hypnotizing them. So it becomes uh-huh. extremely real. And then your subconscious essentially like programs itself to, to be that way. Hmm. Wow. I'm going to try this. It's really cool. Well, that's crazy. I'm try this. Do you, ever have, um, do you ever have clients bring people with them to kind of just cut, watch the process and make sure like the person doesn't freak out or anything like that? No, I record all of my sessions uh-huh. on Zoom. I actually have never met with someone in real life aside from like maybe one or two people 
Um, but all of my sessions are done on zoom and it's usually just one-on-one. I I don't think I've ever done it with someone else. So you, do you record them and then send it to them? Yeah. So all of them have uh, like a shared Google file. So they'll get like access to the recording. Yeah. I I don't want them to think that I made them like, you know, quack in the corner (laughs) or something. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Well, Amanda, I think I'm going to hit you up. I kind of want to try this. Yeah. You totally did. We should do it. Yeah. I'm down. Have you ever done any, like what, so you're certified as a life coach. So what, what type of people do you work with? So I'm not going to do one-on-one sessions. Okay. I realistically don't have the time for that. that um, so my goal, yeah, my goal <laughs> are going to be like workshops. Got it. That's really like what I'm aiming for right. at this point. Um, so we'll do like online workshops, but I definitely want, would rather do it in person. Okay. Um, and I was supposed to start in May, mm. but because of Corona, um, that totally messed everything up. So I'm hoping to do it by the end of the year. Um, but definitely like group workshops. I want to go to schools and talk to, you know, young girls and things like that. I love that. Yeah. It's really nice. You're going to change so many lives. Yeah. That's hopefully, hopefully. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. No, it's so important. And even just us doing our podcast and you guys doing your podcast. And I mean, I'm sure you've already seen the experience of your impact, um, Carly, because your presence is so big on social media. But as you do this podcast, you'll see more and more. It's just the impact that we have on young women specifically is just, it's been the greatest joy for me to do this podcast because of that reason, because of the DMs we get, because of them saying, you know, you help me out every Tuesday. You know, I was depressed all week and then I heard your podcast and it's just so rewarding to know that, you know, we're not, you know, now Nas is certified as a life coach, but we're not like, professionals to give everyone advice on everything we're just sharing our experiences as are you guys and that alone just makes people feel like they're not alone and it's so important it's so important to be transparent you know and share all that so it's definitely been besides us working together right exactly the best part of doing this so just you know you guys are going to change and motivate a lot of people's existence and lives and it's going to be so fulfilling yeah it's definitely our goal. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday when we were recording our episode, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And we were just saying that just the mere, like, relatability that people can get from you instead of just sitting there and giving them advice and telling them what they should do. But right. knowing that sharing your own experiences. And that they're and, not alone. Right, that they're not alone. Yeah. You know, everyone's been through stuff. And I think the more you can open up and share your own experiences, it makes people realize, like, that hey, that we're, yeah, that we're human. We've been through it. Mm-hmm. And if we could get through it and, like, be successful like they can too and I think that was that's like our biggest push on why we want to do all this right. so right it's, it's huge it's huge so congrats on that I'm excited going back to Amanda what you said about comparing and what was it comparatism Is that I, what I call it I call it comparisonitis <laughs> comparisonitis <laughs> okay, new term here it's a new term <laughs> Is that a word? You know, it's like, you know, certain industries have certain words, like in coaching, you'll hear high vibe. You know, I I hear imposter syndrome. I hear comparisonitis a lot. So it's essentially like getting stuck in that perfectionism and comparing yourself to the perfect people that you see on social media. media. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what was your experience with that and how did you break that? So I, <laughs> just being completely transparent, you know, I have a younger sister who's extremely successful and I had been going through extremely tough times while, yes, she was always there for me and had always been like my biggest cheerleader. I felt like I had to measure up in a way because I just, what, does that make, do you know, you mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it, it's nothing bad, but it was more like it kept me in this place of like, oh my gosh, she's so successful. How can I ever be that successful totally. kind of thing? So I think totally. that's what kept me stuck. But then what I started to realize and how I got out of it was her success and her journey wasn't necessarily the journey that I wanted for myself. While it's extremely inspiring, she showed me that I can do anything that I want to do because she carved her own path. I can do the same for myself and it doesn't have to be becoming a makeup beauty influencer on YouTube and that like I can follow my dreams and, you know, build my own legacy for myself. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's basically like once I wrapped my head around that, like knowing that I didn't have to ride off of someone else's coattail, that I didn't have to do what she was doing to be successful. It allowed me to like kind of step into my own power, authenticity, uniqueness, and just be completely transparent with, you know, my life, my business and what the F I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just think that that's <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I ask you that because that's relatable to me with yeah. Nas and I, you know, and it's like you don't realize you're even doing it. It's such mm -hmm. a deep subconscious thing that's been wired into your brain almost your whole life or however long that, you know, like for example, and I'll be totally transparent too. And, and Naz and I have talked about this and this has nothing to do with her. This is just my own yeah. projections that have mm -hmm. somehow manifested in me without even knowing like, well, how did this happen? Why did this happen? But it's like you hear and see so much praise for somebody that you know and that you love and you see and you're like, wow, how can I be like that? How can I get to that? How can I achieve that? And you do, you compare without even really noticing that you're doing it because Nas and I are very different. You know, I, I'm, she's not trying to be me and I'm not trying to be her. We're two very different people. And somehow along the way it happens and it, it's, it's like, a, it's kind of jarring once you realize it. Cause you're like, damn, how did I let myself do that? How did I let myself compare myself to this person? And, and in a way belittle myself and mm -hmm. not allow myself to be this fully confident person. Cause I always thought I was a confident person and I love talking to people and I have all these other things that, that are going for me, but somehow going back to the YouTube thing, that's been part of my resistance is not mm -hmm. fully believing in myself and what I have to offer. So it, it's, it's a process, man. You got to first acknowledge it. And acknowledging is that first step to know, okay, I am doing this. How do I stop? You know? And mm -hmm. so that, that's awesome that you were able to do that. And thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. And you as well, because like you just said it, awareness is the first step, right? Yeah, because self-awareness, how can you change something that you don't know what you're doing? Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, like I deal with that also. I mean, with Instagram and social media nowadays, I mean, you're always constantly comparing and which it's not, it's not a good thing to do, but I mean, it's kind of inevitable. And yeah. so it's something that I'm sure more people deal with than you would even know. So I think most but, people deal with it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's about right. learning to like shut those false insecurities off. Right. That yeah. annoying voice in your head yeah. that doesn't shut up. <laughs> yeah, but you exactly. know, in a way that you could kind of like switch it. And this is something that I also worked through recently because I had to, um, I realized I was getting extremely like triggered by somebody and it was triggering that again, the comparisonitis, but also the... I have to do better. I'm not doing good enough. Uh And what I realized is that it wasn't necessarily this person that was um, doing so well and I had to do as good as them. It was shining a light on myself, realizing like that I wanted better for myself. And the reason why I was experiencing that I don't feel good enough is because I wanted to do better and I just wasn't allowing myself that growth. Uh Yeah. Yeah. You were holding your own self back. Yeah. 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 That is so common, man. Mm -hmm. If you talk to somebody who's willing to be open, I'm sure they have done that in their lives. It's just so common. Yeah. I mean, many of us, most of us do it without noticing that we do it. Most of us talking about it will probably trigger other people into thinking, do I do that? Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, and you just learn to make the moves that are standing in your own way. Yeah. You know, you got to move. You got to, if you're stuck, just take that first step and just move. Right. Yeah. So sitting around dwelling on it is not going to yes. do anything. It's going to get you in the not deeper hole. And it's, yeah. You have to, you have to mm-hmm. just believe in yourself and go for it. Yeah. Go for it, girl. Do that YouTube just channel. Do just do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> so it sounds so easy and simple. <laughs> it, it is because it's not so easy and simple, but it's like, if you love it, you'll put the time in to figure it out. You know, yeah. yeah. And, and but you like you said, you have to believe in yourself first, no matter what. Like that is number one. Cause yeah. but let me tell you, when I first started, I did not believe in myself. I was twenty <laughs> years old. I was the most insecure person, like seriously. And I had no idea what I was doing. People were making fun of me from my hometown. I was like, this is like so embarrassing. Why am I doing this? But I just kept going with it because my main reason for doing it was people that were my clients at the time, they were asking me how I did certain things. So that was what pushed me in the beginning. And then the more I got more comfortable and, you know, seeing people's reactions and people just kind of enjoying me for just being myself. That's when I really started to grow for myself as well. So you're never going to be, you're never going to be ready. You're never going to be a hundred percent ready for it. And you got to challenge yourself. And I think that's when you grow the most. So I think, I think you got this girl. You got it. I love that. I I agree. That's for inspiring Yes. Girl power. The takeaway from this whole conversation is you ain't ready for nothing. (laughs) So just do it. You ain't ready for kids. You ain't ready for a career. You're never going to be fully ready. Just do it. Exactly. If you ever have any questions, I'm going to follow both of you guys after this on Instagram. But if you have any questions, please message me, reach out to me. Like I have been on it almost nine years, so I can help with any questions that you have. And I really mean that. So I appreciate that. And nine years is crazy. August will be nine years. I'm like, ew, how is it nine years? (laughs) She's been on YouTube longer than I've been with my husband. (laughs) And in a relationship. Yeah. I know. Relationship she has. Seriously, the longest relationship besides besides you. (laughs) Yeah. How have you seen speaking of that, how have you seen from nine years ago till now changes in YouTube? Is it is it changed because I feel like you were like ahead of the curve with that with with beauty blogging and all that kind of stuff 
Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, there's, I mean, it was, it, yeah, when I first started, I mean, there was definitely other people doing it, 100%, but it was more... I guess it was more like organic. Like people weren't in it to make money. People weren't trying to get famous. It was just kind of like teaching tricks. I thought I had so many cool tricks up my sleeve. One of them being lick your makeup brush to put on eyeshadow to make it more pigmented. Are you kidding me? There's a video of me licking my eyebrow brush. And in, in title, I wrote, lick your eyebrow brush for more pigment. Like, you know what I mean? I thought it was like the most genius hack in the world. So it was like, this was me trying to like share my tricks and like, I. It's so unsanitary. Like now I know and I'm embarrassed by it. But so for me, it was really just me trying to share my tricks that I thought like no one knew about. Um, and it's cool because a lot of people that I've met at meetups and stuff like that, like they are now like top beauty people on YouTube. So it's like, you know, they waited online to meet me. They were inspired and they started a channel and now they're like one of the top or a couple of the top girls on YouTube. So it's cool to see like you know, with time, like how that can happen. And I think I definitely not saying I started it whatsoever, but I think we inspired like a whole new generation of people to, you know, come out of their shell. And right when I was growing yeah. up, I was like, you can't do anything with makeup. I'm not like, I don't have my license. Like, what am I going to really do with it? And I think we kind of showed that you can build a career with it. And yeah, it's it blew the fuck up. Yeah, but Carly also started like right before Instagram even came out. Yeah. I feel like so Instagram once that did come out, I think the whole social media, um, the idea of social media, like catapulted people to like right. their influence. Yeah, which is I think is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing what it's the social so media amazing. has done for people. Honestly, which is really cool. Like yeah. people that never thought, like I never in a million years thought I would be in the position that I am. Like that was not even a goal of mine because I didn't even think that was even yeah. possible. Yeah. So it's it's really it's awesome amazing. to see like what what social media has created for so many people. So it opened doors to like so and many different yeah. like entrepreneurship. Too, yeah, really it's amazing. Cool. Yeah. Now you have like eight year olds who are like on the top ten like right successful YouTube and all they're doing is opening toys and they're like honestly I cannot handle that. No, there's like (laughs) I think there's like an old man where all you see is like his hairy arms and he gets like fifty million views on opening toys. I'm like, what is going on? Yes, there's like this older man and (laughs) these little kids, they love to watch people opening up toys. And I think that's like, maybe gaming is number one, but that's like one of the number one things on YouTube. And I'm like, right? Wow. Who knew? Let, let me open up some toys and become a millionaire off of YouTube. Oh, it. yeah, it's, it's so crazy. But a it's man is about to have children. <laughs>
I could never be able to handle that. Like, absolutely not. So I get to live like a little bit of both, like kind of like a double life almost. But yeah, yeah, like I love my normal life with my, I have the same friends since like elementary school and I'm so close to my family and that's like what keeps me grounded. And like, if I didn't have that, I don't think I would still be able to do what I do. So it's, it's nice. It's nice. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. I'm in LA, so I can't escape it, but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Have you always lived in LA? Um, I am from Orange County, which is oh, like nice. an hour south of LA. So yeah. fairly enough, you know, but yeah. California nonetheless. Awesome. But one last question for you guys. Um, is there anything that you guys have learned about yourself during this quarantine? Mm. that you do or like just like oh my god I didn't know I hated this so much about my husband or my boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) funny enough me and my husband have obviously been quarantined together every single day for the last year (laughs) since March (laughs) literally every day um I didn't think that I would like that yeah, like, like a lot of times. I, I love my husband, but he travels for work. He did a lot of traveling. Like every other week, he'd be gone for an entire week, and I love my freedom. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't think that I would love having him there every day, yeah. all the time, because now, like, I always have someone to talk to. Yeah. I think it's like a make or break for a lot of people, yeah. right? It's like either you got really, like, you got closer or you want to kill them, kill your significant yeah. Absolutely. Significant That's a lot, a lot of time. Yeah. Um, I kind of think I would have to say the same thing, like, with me and my boyfriend, he moved in officially in March, right before the quarantine. <laughs> so he, he quit his job because he's opening up his own barbershop. So he quit his job, moves in with me, and then we get quarantined together, which... You know, he's, he, he worked at, um, he sold cars. So he was working from like nine in the morning till eight o'clock at night, every single day besides Sunday. So we really didn't have a lot of time together. So I would have to say the same thing. Yeah. I was like, with all this time, I love my freedom as well, but right. we just got so much closer and we're like best friends and we want to still do everything together. Yeah. Even like stuff is starting to open up and we still want to like be together every day. So I'm like, thank yeah. God, because if we could survive this, yeah. you know, you could really survive anything. anything, right? Cause it's such yeah, a like, test. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So. That was a really good question, though. Yeah. I know. I'm sure there's a million <laughs> something of it right now. Yeah. I stole your answer. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So. I mean, it's a big one. Like, I feel yeah. the same way. I mean, Nas and Miguel have been together for so long, so they kind of know more what to expect. But yeah. when you have a year-long relationship or, you know, something fairly new, it is kind of like, oh, is this going to work? Like, I know. Weird. I know. But, yeah, it's a good surprise. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, there were no breakups. Yeah, no breakups. No. I only like stormed out one time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> services off. Turned one okay. time. You're, you're pregnant. It's they're you're hormonal. It's fine. Yeah, I keep telling her. She texts yeah. me these crazy things. I'm like, you're pregnant. Take a deep breath. This poor guy. I feel bad for her husband. Honestly, <laughs> he's really he really good. is like a gem. He's amazing. I don't so know. I found he him. deserves. He deserves a medal. I yeah. love you, but he deserves a medal. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> is that nice? Is that nice? It's not nice. <laughs> well, we had a great time having you guys on. We would love to be on yours if you'll have us. Definitely. And of course. So where much. can we follow you? Where can you know give give our fans all the information on you guys? So you can follow me on Instagram at Carly Bell, C A R L I B E L. 
And you can follow me on Instagram at Inner Beauty Bible, B Y B E L. <laughs> Our last name is Bible, like the Bible, but it's spelled differently. Right. So that's kind of cool. Well, I know. I didn't change my name for business though. Oh, true. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah, sense. She got married, so she's no longer a Bible, but oh. we're going to pretend. Yeah, we'll pretend. It's a great marketing name, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies, thank you so much again. Thank you guys so much for having us. This was our first ever interview, and I, I thought it was so amazing. Excited. You guys are oh, so You guys did amazing, and we can't wait to hear more of your podcast. Thank you so much. Good luck yeah. and enjoy the entire process. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. I so appreciate much. it. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thank Bye. you. Bye, ladies. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Ladies Like Us from The Lady Gang and Podcast One. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Faquette. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week.